How's everyone going? It's good. If you don't know who I am, my name is Jay. I'm a part of the team here at Activate. Um, and I'm really excited to share a word that God has placed on my heart and has been challenging me all week long. And I can't wait to share it with you. And I don't, I shared this at the year, uh, the 9am gathering as well. I don't usually start messages saying this, but I believe that this message is going to stir you and maybe even annoy you for the rest of your life. So you're welcome. Um, the, the reason why is because when you hear it, you're not going to be able to unhear it. And uh, it's one of those messages that just challenges and stirs. And so I pray that you've got your spiritual ears open, your heart open to what God is wanting to do in this gathering. So Matthew 9.36, I'm reading from the New Living Translation. It says this, When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were confused and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. In that passage, it says, when he saw the crowds, he had compassion. In the original text, the word compassion means splunk nitsumai. Yeah, exactly. It sounds Russian, to be honest, but that's what I've been told. Splunk nitsumai. Can everybody say that? Splunk nitsumai. Awesome. I heard like 20 versions of it there. Splunk nitsomai. And so the word splunk nitsomai means to have your bowels yearn. Everyone's like, where's the sermon going? <laughs> when he saw the crowds, he had splunk nitsomai. His bowels yearned on them because they were confused and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. If I were to make this into 21st century language, it would say when he saw the crowds, he had a gut feeling because they were confused and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Who else here has gut feelings? Three people have gut feelings. Come on, we, we, we've all had a gut feeling in our lifetime. I'm sure we have them very regularly. And, and I'm going to share some other passages which refers to Splunk Nitzomai. Yeah, the bow was yearning, a gut feeling. we got uh, Matthew 14, 14. It says, Jesus saw the huge crowd as he stepped from the boat. And he had compassion on them and healed their sick. He had splunk nitsomai and he prayed for them and healed their sick. Then Jesus, oh, Matthew 15, 32. Then Jesus called his disciples and told them, I feel sorry for these people. Uh, when it says compassion, it's the same language there. When it says, I feel sorry for the people, same word, splunk nitsomai. So I feel sorry for these people. They have been here with me for three days and they have nothing left to eat. I don't want to send them away hungry or they will faint along the way. Matthew twenty thirty four, Jesus felt sorry for them and touched their eyes. Instantly they could see 
then they followed him. Everybody say, Splunk Neat Samai. Mom. Mark uh, 1.41 says, Moved with compassion, Splunk Neat Samai. Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing, he said, be healed. Mark 6.34 says, Jesus saw, we read this earlier, Jesus saw the huge crowd as he stepped from the boat and he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So he began teaching them many things. Mark 8.2, I feel sorry for these people. They have been here with me for three days and they have nothing left to eat. Luke 7.13, when the Lord saw her, his heart overflowed with compassion. Don't cry, he said. Everybody say, Splunk Nitzomai. That's what we're seeing here. Luke 10, 33. Then a despised Samaritan came along, and when he saw the man, he felt compassion for him. Last scripture here. So he, um, Luke 15, 20. So he returned home to his father, and while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. Filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. There are 12 times in the New Testament where it refers to Splunk Nitzomai, when it says, I felt sorry or had compassion on them, which means that the bowels are yearning, or in other words, he had a gut feeling. Oh, I believe that that's not a coincidence because it's not one time or two times. We see that 12 times with that language. And so Jesus had a gut feeling. And he, he looked at someone and he had a gut feeling and he was like, Holy Spirit wants to do someone, something in that person's life. He looked at someone and he felt that Holy Spirit wanted to do something in their life. I, I looked at you and felt a gut feeling. Splunk so my. And I, I'm sure that uh, many of us, including myself, have always thought of the gut feeling as uh, an internal intuition of what's good or bad. Just me? what's good or bad, what's right or wrong. But scripture here says that a gut feeling can be Holy Spirit guiding and speaking to us, just as we see with Jesus. So Splunk Nitzomai, it says in John 16, 13, it says that the Holy Spirit guides us into all truth. The Holy Spirit guides us. And when we feel that gut feeling... I wonder how many times we've just continued walking, continued with our days, but really it's been Holy Spirit trying to speak to us. You know, we're going through this series closer. And I love this because it makes God so close. He's so close that he gives me a gut feeling. That's amazing. And I wonder how many times in our worlds, I'm sure I can think of hundreds, maybe you too, that we've been going through life and we've had a gut feeling, but we've just thought it was maybe a little intuition or something like that where it could have been Holy Spirit, just as we've seen with Jesus. You know, at the start of the, the, start of the gathering, I said that I believe that this message will stir us and maybe even annoy us for the rest of our life. Here's why. 
Because tomorrow when you go to the supermarket, tomorrow when you go to work, tomorrow when you go to school, and you get that gut feeling, you're going to go, Splunk Nitzamaya. Splunk Nitzamaya. That tall guy talked about it yesterday. Splunk Nitzamaya. You're going to be at school, a part of a conversation with your friends, and you're just going to be like, something is off, and I'm getting this gut feeling. Splunk Nitzamaya. Oh no, Holy Spirit's wanting me to do something. Maybe you'll be, uh, I don't know, with your sports team, and you just get that gut feeling. Oh no. God, really? Do you want me to do something here? Splunk Nitzamaya. I believe that for the rest of our lives is going to annoy us. It's going to drive us crazy because we're going to know that this could be Holy Spirit speaking to us and guiding us to do something as we see with Jesus. Um, on Friday night, uh, we had uh, youth here and um, we ordered some pizza because a youth event is never a youth event without pizza. It's kind of how it rolls. Um, you got to have pizza. The Domino's guy, he parks on the other side of the car park. So I'm like, we're over here. But I walked to him. I helped him carry the pizzas. And as I was walking, I got a gut feeling. Splunk needs am I? And I was like, oh. And especially since I've been writing the sermon, and it was like at the top of my head all day long, I was like, are you wanting me to do something here, God? And here's the thing. I think so many times we can look at people, evangelists and people who are passionate about evangelism. I'm passionate about evangelism, but boy, do I get nervous. If I'm in a mall and I feel I need to talk to someone, I have to push through a lot. It's not, day, it's not easy. And so I'm with this guy from Domino's. We're walking. I get this gut feeling. And I go, oh, do I have to, God? Oh, it's going to be awkward. All these thoughts start coming through in my mind. And anyway, I ended up stepping out of my comfort zone, out of my shoes. If the shoe fits, kick it off. And I told the guy about Jesus. And I told him why we do youth. And the guy was just looking at me like, that is awesome. And he just wanted to have a conversation about it. And it was an amazing, amazing encounter. But what if I had that gut feeling and went, nah, or just thought of it as a gut feeling. Uh, at the 9 a.m. gathering, there was a lady who came up at the end of, end of, the, uh, of the gathering and she shared a story with me, which was so encouraging. And uh, she said that during the Napier floods, the, the floods in Hawke's Bay, uh, she has no family there, no friends, but she woke up and she felt like she needed to do something to help. She had a gut feeling is the way she described it. And she knew no one. She drove all the way to Hawke's Bay with a mattress in her car, not knowing what she's doing. And she gets there. First person she sees is, is an old lady. So she goes and helps this older lady. And the older lady says, why are you helping? Do you even have friends and family here? And she goes, no, I know you now. <laughs> and, and the old lady goes, you know what? You have restored my hope and faith in humanity and God. I'm going to go to church this Sunday. 
Imagine if she didn't respond to that gut feeling and went, I don't want to drive five hours. I don't want to go to a place where I don't know anyone and especially when it's in a wreck. But she responded to a gut feeling. And there's this lady that her life was impacted. That is amazing. Some of the verses that we read here, for example, we see Matthew 20, 34. It says, Jesus felt sorry for them and touched their eyes. Instantly they could see. Then they followed him. Splunk Nitzamai, right? He was on his way somewhere. Imagine if he was so caught up on his mission of I need to get here that he didn't listen to the gut feeling. People wouldn't be healed. But he was aware of the gut feeling. It says in uh, Mark one forty one. Moved with compassion, Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing, he said, be healed. Jesus was sitting with his boys, hanging out, and this guy comes and approaches them. Imagine if he didn't respond to his gut feeling, was like trying to chill with the lads. Come on, there's a challenge here for each of us. I was talking with Simon beforehand, and he goes, imagine if, if, if I was going to the bank to go withdraw some money, and that was my mission, and I received a few gut feelings, and Holy Spirit was wanting to do something while I was there, but I was so focused that I had to go to the bank and get in the car and go home. And we miss an opportunity for God to do something. God is so close that he will speak to us as something such as a gut feeling. It's amazing. So that brings up a question of is every gut feeling God? I was uh, incredibly encouraged from Pastor Jen's sermon uh, the other week, and she preached around the importance of the Word of God and drawing close to God through His Word. And uh, I was incredibly encouraged. Something that she said is if we want to know God's heart, we need to get into His Word. If we want to know his voice and his heart, we need to get into his word. And God's word never returns void. It never does. Second Timothy 3.16 says this. All of scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us what to do or it teaches us to do what is right. Scripture is breathed out by God. In other words, uh, it is inspired by God. And if we believe that the word of God is breathed out by him, come on, we've got a full-on book of his voice, of his word, it's called the word, and we need to get into that so that when we get that gut feeling, we can look at it and go, does it reflect the Father's heart? And if it reflects the Father's heart, then there's something on our behalf that we need to do next. We need to step out. But if it doesn't reflect the Father's heart or His Word, because He doesn't contradict His Word, then it's not God. It may be ourself, it may be the enemy even. But we need to know His Word like Pastor Jan shared with us a few weeks ago. We need to know it so we can know his heart, know his voice, so that when the gut feeling comes, splunk neat to my, 
when it takes place in our world, then we can look at it and go, does it reflect the Father's heart? And if it does, then God is calling us to step out to see someone or something changed, which is awesome. Splunk, neats or my. I believe that Holy Spirit on Pentecost Sunday, Holy Spirit is speaking to every single one of us. Some of us may be going, God, you can use me. I'm just waiting for the booming voice. You're in the supermarket. That person. Pray for that person. We may be waiting for the big, clear prompt. Well, I'm here to tell you today that Holy Spirit may speak to you through a gut feeling, just like he did with Jesus. And this sermon may annoy you because when you feel that gut feeling, you'll go, is this Holy Spirit and do I need to step out? And he is asking you to step out to see people transformed just as Jesus did. Just as Jesus did. I preached a message not long ago uh, on our uh, value of courageous, a value of courage. And um, something I said was knowing how close God is causes us to have courageous obedience. God is so close that he would speak to us through a gut feeling. Splunk Nitsumai that our bowels would yearn and that would be an indication that he is asking us to do something. And I pray that you are challenged as I am and you're encouraged that Holy Spirit is speaking to his church. The band can come and join me. On Pentecost Sunday, Holy Spirit is wanting to move in your world and through your world. And there is an invitation for him to do that. And I wonder how many of us have been walking along life and we get gut feelings and we're so focused on maybe something or we're not even aware that it could be Holy Spirit saying, would you do something? Would you speak to that person? Would you pray for that person? And it's an opportunity for God to move powerfully. It says this in Romans 1.14. Love obligates me to preach to everyone. To those who are among the elite and those who are among the outcasts. To those who are wise and educated as well as those who are foolish and unlearned love obligates me my prayer this morning is that when Holy Spirit does splunk Nitsumai in our lives and we get that gut feeling our bowels start to yearn I pray that love would obligate us to do something about it I pray here's something that stirs me and I I think about this all the time one day when I'm face to face with Jesus 
I want him to say good and faithful servant, as I'm sure we all do. I, I, I want him to say, look at all these times where there was splunk neats am I. And you had that gut feeling and you decided to do something about it and lives were changed. I want him to show me the amount of lives that were impacted because I was bold and I acted on that gut feeling. Instead of him going, look at the amount of times that I gave you a gut feeling, but you kept walking. You didn't do anything. And I pray that that would be the prayer on our hearts. That love would obligate us. A dream of mine is to get to heaven and be welcomed by just a sea of people that because I acted on Splunk Nitzamai, I had a gut feeling and just like the Domino's pizza man, my heart was racing, I was scared, but I pushed through and I stepped out. I want to see a sea of people in heaven ready to welcome me and say, thank you for talking to me in that supermarket. Thank you for stepping out when you were in school 16 years old. Thank you for talking to me when you were at work. Thank you for taking the time to stop when you were trying to lead a youth event. (laughs) I was just delivering pizza. Whatever it may look like in your world, I pray that love would obligate us to step out when we feel the gut feeling.